bachelor at a, in North Carolina in a place called Camp Chasatonga. And every weekend we would do these things called cabin overnights, where, where as, a, as a camp counselor you take your cabin with your other fellow camp counselor, and you go and you basically spend the night in the woods somewhere with your cabin and, and basically light, light a campfire and just have conversations and whatnot. Well, the best conversations were always after the kids went to bed because then you could actually like, get real with your counselor and actually start talking about some serious stuff. And I remember at one point we were having this conversation, we were talking, and I don't know what it was, but something moved me to ask him, what is it you dream of? What's your goal? What's your great aspiration in life? And his response was interesting. He said, I would love to sail around the world in a sailboat. And I would also like to be a really, really awesome cyclist. And so I was like, wow, that's your dream, huh? He said, yeah, it is. Like, okay, gotcha. So I didn't, I didn't really want to say anything after that because I was, I got to admit, I was kind of judging him a little bit. And uh, so he then asks me, what do you dream about? And now I was feeling very, very holy back then. And I said, I want to be a saint. That's my goal. I want to be a saint. That's it. Nothing else to it. And to which he was surprised, and he was probably judging me a little bit. And he told me what I would imagine just about anybody else would have told me at the time. Good luck. (laughs) And so I appreciated that. But I think... That would, have, that would have been a shocking answer to, I think, a lot of people, not just him. I think a lot of us, maybe whenever we think of dreams and we think of aspirations, we think of something else. We think about being really good at our job, maybe finding the love of our life, maybe having a great family. All oh, these are good things. There's nothing wrong with sailing around the world in a sailboat. There's nothing wrong with being a great cyclist. But these things really the fulfillment of all of our desires. These things really are deepest dreams. And I find that to be sad because most of us associate dreams, associate desires, associate really, truly heartfelt, exciting things with things of this world. Temporary glory, temporary fame, temporary wealth. Whenever the reality is, the good stuff isn't in the things of this world. The good stuff is the things of eternity. The things that go far beyond anything this world has to offer. The things of this world supersede. But the thing is, when we talk about things of eternity, isn't it funny how the fire in our eyes tend to dim out? I mean, think about it. How often is it that you start a new project or start, start a new job or maybe even start, start class for the first time in the semester and what happens? You get excited. You're going to be all A's. You're going to be the best at your job. You're going to, be a, you're going to, you're going to approach this marriage in a, phenom- a new relationship. You're going to f- approach it in a phenomenal way. You're going to just rock this thing. And then what happens? You usually t- channel that desire and you, may, you generally perform pretty well. But how often does, does that desire, that competitive edge, the desire to be great and to do great things, how often does that die whenever you walk inside of a church? To come to Mass, because it's a holy day of obligation, and your grandma said you need to come here, and leave. How often does that happen? That you're just here, going through the motions, because that's just what you're supposed to do. And then that's it. 
you turn around, you leave, and you go back to actually fulfilling your real dreams, which is being good at your job, being good at your, in your life as a family member, being good at school. How often do we fail to associate dreams with our Catholic faith? And I think that's really caused us a great loss within the church. Several years ago, a woman by the name of Sherry Woodell wrote a book called Forming Intentional Disciples. And what she was, what she was pointing out was, and what she was seeking to address is, why is it that so many Catholics are leaving the Catholic Church to go to megachurches? Why is it that so many Catholics are just hemorrhaging out? This, there's, they say the largest individual faith denomination in the U.S. is the Catholic Church. The second largest are ex-Catholics. Gone to different, different branches of Christianity. Gone to, to drink of, of, of less, less rich water that we have to offer. And the reason being that she found out was not what you might expect. A lot of people respond, well, you know, they're gone and they, they went off to, to you know, the megachurch. So they want to be entertained. But what's interesting is that's not, the, that's not what she discovered. What she discovered was that the reason why people are going to these churches is because in these other churches, people were on fire. People were on fire. They recognized their love for God. And they wanted to be a part of that. They wanted to get in on that. And because of that, these churches were growing and growing and growing. And I see that. I see that nasty spirit of apathy infecting so many members of our church. It's like because we have the one true holy Catholic and apostolic church, we come in here and we think, look, we're just going to come, go through the motions, do our thing, leave, and everything will be okay. We've adopted and drink the Kool-Aid that somehow our cultural Catholicism is enough to get us to heaven. That somehow our, our cultural Catholicism is enough to fulfill our desires, and that simply isn't true. It's causing an incredible hemorrhage of faithful believers to leave the church and go to megachurches, which are actually sprouting all across Acadiana. In a very, very tragic way. Because we have so much to offer, but we're failing to put our best foot forward. Because we're failing to be great men. We're failing to actually own our faith. We're failing to try to be saints. We're failing. So the question is, what do we do? How do we change this tide? How do we, how do we go against this momentum, this kind of spirit of apathy? And pursue sanctity so that maybe our church can grow as opposed to shrink. Maybe we can start opening parishes instead of closing them. Maybe we can start schools instead of shutting them down. Maybe our Catholic church can actually become the entity that it once was. But it all begins with you and it begins with me. Based off of whether or not we want to be saints. So how do we do it? I want to take a little wisdom from actually not a saint... But a football coach, Vince Lombardi. I don't know if y'all knew who Vince Lombardi is, but he was one of the winningest coaches in football NFL history. He was the Packers coach way back in the day. And actually, his grandson is a saint. The New Orleans Saints. He's, he's the quarterback's coach. And uh, he's, got some, he's got some good advice. This is what he says. He says, the difference between men is in energy, in singleness of purpose, an invincible determination. But the great difference between men is in sacrifice, in self-denial, and fearlessness, and humility, in love and loyalty, 
and the perfectly disciplined will. This is not only the difference between men, but this is the difference between great men and little men. My dear friends, I fear that we have a church full of little men. We have a church that does not have people with disciplined wills, that know love, that know loyalty. It begins with myself. I'm not throwing just everyone on the bus, but we need to hone this skill. We are a church of little men. It's time to face up to that. And the fact of the matter is, is little men do not become saints. Sanctity, sainthood is reserved for the magnanimous. It's reserved for those who choose greatness, who choose to follow their dreams, who choose to live and die for God. And that requires fearlessness, that requires humility, self-denial, sacrifice, and a perfectly disciplined will. So my dear friends, I want to encourage you to walk out of this church today with a desire burning deep down within your heart to be a great man, to be a great person, to go out with a singular focus, not to simply sail around the world in a sailboat, not to simply ride a bicycle at 25 miles per hour, but to become a saint, knowing that when we become a saint, Our dreams come true.